everyone. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series. I'm Kelly Pickerel, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine, and today we are talking with Brad Matson. He is an entrepreneur, venture capitalist, social enterprise mentor, and also CEO of Siva Power. Siva Power is a soon-to-be thin-film manufacturing company. They are based out in California. They have been working on R&D for the last few years and are gearing up to build a 300-megawatt production plant, and they're hoping to build it somewhere in the United States. Today we are talking with Brad about record-breaking efficiencies and how they relate to publicly sold panels that are installed out in the field. So I think we'll just get right into it and start with how a lot of focus is spent in solar panel R&D and exceeding the latest world records in efficiencies. So how is this accomplished? What is actually happening in R&D at solar panel companies? You take the perfect solar cell and the light comes in and every single photon of light would convert to an electron and then every electron that you generate you'd collect and make electricity. That's the perfect scenario. That never happens. So what they're doing in R&D is you're looking at every way that you get loss mechanisms. That you know, First of all, the light comes in, but it gets absorbed in the glass. You don't even get to the solar cell because it bounces off and reflects off the top surface, right? So then you talk about anti-reflective coating you can put on there so you don't get any reflections off the top of the glass because we lose some because electro- the photon just bounces off the glass before it gets to the solar cell. There's many mechanisms starting with, okay, the light comes in, does it all get there? When it gets there, can we absorb it all? So uh, it's really, it's kind of tedious, detailed technology, but you look at every step in the process and say, okay, make sure all the light gets there, let's absorb everything we can, and when we generate electricity, let's get all of it out. (laughs) And you can imagine there's probably 15, 20 different loss mechanisms and, and the process of the R&D people is to keep eliminating those losses, find out ways that we can have a better crystal so there's no trap sites. The interfaces are very clean so you don't trap anything there. We get all the light in so you, you try to have you know coatings that allow you to trap light, um, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's, quite, it's quite a highly technical uh, – it's actually a very interesting uh, challenge. When they keep breaking these records or, or they reach a new efficiency, how do those lab-based solar cells, how do they differ from the ones that are installed in the field? Each company chooses how to do their development, right? And let's say a typical silicon solar cell, solar company uh, might just use a single solar cell as the R&D. So you have a wafer, right? So it's a 5-inch wafer, 6-inch wafer, and that's your R&D unit. And then when you build a solar panel... You just bolt, you know, 96 of those together and you're done. So in that case, the solar cell in R&D is identical to the one that's in production. In the case of thin film, most of the R&D records you're talking about are literally a half square centimeter, not even one centimeter. And so if we do the calculation on that, so let's say the small, typically that's the, that's the smaller size is a half of one square centimeter. And let's take a, a big panel, a two-square-meter panel. That would make the panel 40,000 times bigger than the R&D cell. So you can imagine when you're going from something that small to something that's two meters, you know, six feet by, by three feet or, you know, uh, in dimension, there's lots of room for, for change. Um, so their size alone could be a big, big issue. 
when companies try to go for a world record, sometimes they optimize for highest efficiency, and that might mean that the solar cell only lasts a couple days. Mm. You know what I mean? It'll work really good when you test it, but a few days later it might be dead. You can optimize to just get the maximum result on efficiency and have no reliability and no stability. You can imagine if you're just trying to hit a record solar cell, you could do a lot of things just to get become famous, right? Uh, but that wouldn't mean it'll last a long time in the field. So um, these are the there's tricks people use to try to get really high efficiency. They're just testing, trying to get the highest efficiency. So I think the a lot of R and D people use a lot of techniques that might not be long term manufacturable, uh, but then some people do. You know, for example, what we do in R and D, we think that is not productive to use techniques that can't be used in manufacturing or, or don't re- result in a reliable, durable cell. So our R&D techniques in, in uh, manufacturing are very similar. So um, that, that, But that's up to the company. I mentioned it depends on each company. Who's most interested in those record-breaking efficiencies? Like, if, if it's not really going to directly relate to the panel that's being installed in the field, who gets excited about those record-breaking efficiencies? This is one of the funny things about, you know, a lot of people do, um, research people do for sure. People in universities, they love it. That's a big deal. The people at NREL get excited about it, setting world records. It's, I guess, you know, who wouldn't want a world record? <laughs> you know, so, right. <laughs> so people want a world record. And I'll tell you another thing that's a little insidious about this, it's unfortunate, is there are, there's a standard for measuring efficiency, right? So investors can trust it because a third party like NREL can measure it and you can trust it. It's it's a you know it's not the entrepreneur telling you, oh I have really high efficiency. Okay, what does NREL say? So it's a it's a trusted third party reference point. But the other side of the equation in solar is cost. So it's you know dollars per watt, right? So the watt part is efficiency. But the dollars part, there's no standard for measuring manufacturing cost. So I think a lot of Investors can't trust the manufacturing cost, so they look at efficiency because there's a, a trusted third party that measures it. Should we trust that an active record-setting company, that they also have top-of-the-class sold modules, c- can we trust that assumption? Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> when we're looking for good, efficient modules, how should we go about searching through a company's R&D and, and really choosing the best module? You know, it's you bring up a real a challenge because of the thing, the dynamic I just mentioned, where efficiency helps you raise money. So a lot of companies focus on efficiency to raise money, and they don't even have a production facility. They just do R and D, right? And they can get really highly efficient results, but they don't have a manufacturing capacity at all. Um, so a lot of startup companies are in that mode. In fact, for a while. And in fact, it may still be true too. The world leader for efficiency in SIGs is a is a is a, a, a research institute in Europe, who's tied to a, a, a startup company called Fleesum that doesn't have any manufacturing capacity, but they had the efficiency record. Um, so it depends on the company. Now, First Solar, on the other hand, is breaking records on CAD tel efficiency and they have the best CAD tel panel, no doubt. You know, so in that case, the record translates directly into the best panel. 
I think that's perfectly true with First Solar uh, in Cantel. But in SIGs, it may not be true. In other technologies, it may not it may not be true. You have to evaluate them separately. So you can look for data on on what they do in manufacturing. It's not easy. People don't publish it. It's not easy to get. But a lot of the private companies, you'll never see any data published on you know their production efficiencies. They just give their hero because <laughs> you know we just mentioned hero results help you get finance, <laughs> but average results. Are not so exciting, so they often won't even mention them. Efficiency is kind of a little bit, let's say, taken care of because we have a good way to measure it. It's really understood, and 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 there's all kinds of third-party research labs that measure it. The fact that some companies don't publish their average, they're always writing news releases about their heroes, but they don't talk about the lower number. I don't think that'll change. We can't do much about that. They, if they become public, they'll start reporting it. You know, so that's good. But I think the other half of the equation, solar is not about efficiency. It's about cost. So the lower the cost, the more solar is going to be of benefit to everybody in the world, developing countries, but uh, as well as already developed countries like the United States, as well as the poorest countries in Africa. It helps everybody, um, and that's all based on cost, not efficiency. And so what would really help is if we, if we can match what they're doing in efficiency on the cost side, if we have a standard. In fact, you know, I talked to uh, the director of NREL about this. They have a cost model at NREL that could be used for this. So we could start having just like efficiency measurements. You could have standardized cost measurements. And I think that would help because it's the other part, dollars per watt. You got to have the dollars and the watt. <laughs> so the efficiency just gives you the watt. You need a way to verify uh, the dollars, and that would help investors too to put the money in the right place. They could verify the other half of the equation. Okay, here's the watts, the efficiency. What about the dollars? And if there was a real good third-party uh, metric like like NREL who can measure the cost structure and say, can you really get to thirty cents a watt, or you the best you're ever going to do is sixty or eighty? We can't afford to have another Solyndra or you know all these companies that are uh, losing hundreds of millions of dollars because they can't hit the cost target. Efficiency is really important. It's half the equation. And therefore, cost, we have to really uh, figure out how to uh, verify and keep pushing the cost down. All right. I want to thank Brad for talking with us today about record-breaking efficiencies and how different R&D translates into solar panels installed out in the field. And I want to invite everyone else to listen to some more Solar Speaks podcasts on our website at solarpowerworldonline.com. 